Hello, welcome to Alchemic Life. My name is Jo and this is my podcast. This week, I'm going to be talking about stepping into something new after 50. New and 50 plus, not generally going together, but I think they should. How are we all? Looking forward to the autumn or the spring? If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, new seasons all round. September is a strange time for me. It makes me think that I may be part tree or a part Labrador or both because my hair starts falling out in clumps, which is charming, I realise. I just thought I'd share that with you. Frightens the pants off me. But as much as it all falls out, it doesn't really ever seem to get that much less. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe I just forget to brush it at the end of the summer. I don't think that's true. I can be a bit of a scrag, but I do brush my hair. Anyway, September malt in full effect at the moment. I hope you're doing somewhat better than that. So this week, I'd like to talk about being a woman in her 50s and starting something new. And for me, that means starting my own business. I've been self-employed in the past, but that was back when self-employed was something completely different. You weren't a solopreneur, for example. You were just self-employed and it wasn't as exciting and there was no internet. You just didn't get holidays and sick leave. That was pretty much the size of it. So starting something new, it's a tricky one because my conditioning tells me that women in their 50s don't go around doing things like this. And I have all these stories inside that stop me, that tell me I've left it too late, that I've missed my boat, that I've wasted my potential. And that could be a hard place to start from. It's not exactly a good launching pad. When I want to talk about these kind of things, which basically means venting or having a bit of a moan, then I chat with my aunt, who is, I call her my sister aunt, because she's pretty much the same age as me. She's been the other half of my comedy duo since I was born, and who, for better or for worse, is also the one with whom I have the Today's Been Really Shit talks. We use a lot of chat in Gmail. Now, she has a very strong Christian faith and community that she belongs to, and she probably needs it with me around. But as I was describing the things that I've been thinking and what was holding me back on the inside, she said, I would say, you are limiting God. Now, that stopped me in my tracks, because after all I've said and after all I believe about letting life live through me, I am limiting it. That's exactly what I'm doing with these thoughts, and I've decided not to. That's easier said than done, of course, because the conditioning, our cultural conditioning, is ingrained We're not supposed to be starting something new at 56. We're supposed to be established and settled and financially, quote unquote, comfortable. We're easily dismissed as the entry level oldies who inevitably get bunched together with anybody who manages to live after 45. I'm grouped in with the amazing people in their 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s these days who must look at the likes of me in my 50s, feeling sorry for myself and roll their eyes back in their heads. But that's the conditioning. I think I'm too old. When I was younger, the only women I knew in their 50s were my grandmothers. They didn't work. One of them never had. My mother in her 50s 
had just said goodbye to her youngest child as she left home. And that was nearly 40 years after she gave birth to her eldest child. She was doing a bit of part-time work, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays behind the bar in the pub over the road, because that's what older, child-free women did where I grew up, at the time I grew up. And in my 30s, I ignored older women. It wasn't until I hit perimenopause that I started to look at women my age and older and realise what bloody superheroes we are, what we deal with quietly, or not so quietly in some cases, thank goodness. Every day can be a struggle and we just keep showing up and we just keep going. When it comes to role models, I have about one and a half and they're a bit of a wonky fit. There's a few more who fit my mould, but they're maybe 20 years younger. And yes, that does matter. Close representation really matters. So I'm going to keep looking and remember that. And can I just insert here human design klaxon? But human design <laughs> says that my six line gives me potential for role model behaviour. God help you all. But perhaps this is where I step up. You know that saying, well, how does it go? Why doesn't somebody do something? And then you realise that you are the somebody. Well, maybe I am. Little old me with my unbrushed hair. Maybe I need to pick up my compass, my star guide, plug in my intuition and just get to pioneering. My age group has been pioneers of many things. Every group is, I think, and we're no different. And I think we need to be pioneers of this new country. We've paid our dues. We know what we're talking about. And we can be starting over. I read a great article uh, this week in The Atlantic that was shared with me by my friend Meg. Hi, Meg. It's called The Secret Power of Menopause, but why is it secret? It shouldn't be secret anymore. It starts off with some quotes from the last century by men about postmenopausal women, which just make you want to hulk out and smash something. But it's fascinating reading about postmenopausal women and the contribution that they traditionally have made to their community, which is considerable. When providing food is what kept your community alive, postmenopausal women are right up there in calorie surplus, as they put it in this article. We grow food. We collect food. We enable others to do the same thing. We work really hard, we're experienced, and as time is moving on, there are a hell of a lot of us. So best make some use of us, best allow us to step up and into ourselves. I'd like to talk more on here about my experiences of starting in business anew in my 50s, and maybe other things that I'm starting new as well, things where I'm not limiting life. And ultimately, I'd really love to speak to other women doing the same thing, starting something new in stage three. I'm planning on five stages altogether, I have to say, and who knows what podcasts they will bring. Although, of course, they're probably going to be holograms and I'll be in your living room, frightening you all, dropping hair all over the place in a virtual kind of way. But yes, I'm going to be looking for traction, really, to pull myself free from the looming Miss Havisham cobwebs and the gravity pull of my cultural conditioning. It's all down to me. I'm the only one who can make the change. Let me know if you see any role models for me, specifically starting a business post 50. Women I know online or know of online about my age and 
doing new exciting things include Jane, a middle-aged goddess on Instagram, love her, um, Kirsten Martin, who is a Squarespace website designer and leader of successful online courses. She's doing really well and I think started her business at about 50. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong there, Kirsten. Uh, who else? Kristen Perman. Hi, Kristen. She's also, just before me, started her own podcast, um, Updates You Didn't Ask For. Go and listen to that every week. And has just moved from one side of the United States to the other and is about to head off on a big old road trip on her own. So she's doing all sorts of new things. Who else can I think of? Julie Pyatt. I like a bit of Julie Pyatt and all her many creative things that she's got going on. And my good friend, Tracy Knowles-Ross, who has been an artist since the day she was born. There's nothing new there, but consistently creates exciting, fabulous bodies of work that are new every time she goes through her own personal evolution. Wonderful to watch, beautiful to see. So that's Tracy. They're just the few that I can think of off the top of my head. Tell me if you know more. And if you're somebody who I speak to on a daily basis and I've completely forgotten you, I'm really sorry. I did today. Can this be the thing that I like this week? I read a book called Boulder, which has been put together by two women in their 30s whose names I should have. Again, I'll put them in the notes. I'm so disorganised. It's called Boulder, as I say. They interviewed men and women in their 70s, 80s and 90s, talked to them about their experiences with their careers, with their romantic relationships, with all sorts of things. Just short little interviews saying how life was great and how they're still living it to the full. And for some of them, it's the best time of their lives. Really great read and made me at 56 feel a little bit ashamed of myself for being such a whiner frankly. So that's Boulder. I will put notes to all these things and all these wonderful women in the show notes. If you have anything to add to this, any comments to make as long as they're nice, then you can contact me at Instagram, joe underscore Hanlon Moores. That's it, I think. Not a very long one this week, but I'm feeling a bit fired up and I'm not going to limit life anymore. That's it. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you back here next week. Bye.